Hi, I'm Christy. Hi, I'm Eric. We're a bit drunk right now to calm our nerves, and we like to discuss our thoughts about life as two young adults trying to figure out everything from setting goals and accountability to navigating the tech world. Welcome to Let's Get Drunk and Make a Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Drunk and Make a Podcast. This time we have another very special guest. I'm super excited for Chanel to be here. She is my best friend from college. Chanel, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chanel. I also went to UCLA. I'm still at UCLA, but <laughs> I'm glad to be also on here on Let's Get Drunk and Make a Podcast. Big fan of the show. It's a really good show. You should watch the rest of the episodes. They're all very good. Thanks for joining. Yeah. So since today's topic is about friendship, it's perfect that you're on our show today. So we'll just first ask both you and Christy, how did you two meet? So me and Chanel met at one of these events at UCLA called Bruin Bash. It's at the beginning of the year and it's kind of a concert to welcome freshmen. So we met in our freshman year. And I think I just decided to go by myself. I don't know why I did that. I just did things like this when I was in college. And in line, I think Chanel went with her roommate, but they had separate tickets for a different area. So then I ended up in line with Chanel and I think her roommate's friends. And then we were just chilling there together. I think we didn't talk that much initially. We mostly just listened because your roommate's friends are very talkative. (laughs) I guess it was a bonding experience until we got to the concert. (laughs) And we're both like kind of whatever about it. So we're just a bunch of two cool kids and we left early. On the way out, someone asked us for our wristbands and we just gave it to them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, And then we went to Cafe 1919, which is this excellent italian themed cafe at ucla and the rest is history nice (laughs) (laughs) that's a pretty fun story of how you met afterwards we also had like overlapping things we were both in the like computer science well she was cs and laying at the time like majors and then we both did quidditch for two years and yeah i probably wouldn't have done it for so long if if chanel was not in it yeah i'm sorry quidditch I hope you're yeah. not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a time, but it was it was it was cool uh, doing that with Christy, and then we also did both the ACM hack, but I gave up like a couple weeks in, but Christy kept going with it. So once you met, did you two stick together and start just doing all these school activities together, or what happened after that first meeting? I think it was a mix of we just happened to run into each other. And a mix of, oh, like, I'm going to Quidditch practice. Are you going to go? Kind of interactions. And and it just keeps on keeping on. <laughs> and then, I don't know, you just, you just make effort. I remember I gave Chanel a Thanksgiving present. <laughs> I hope you still have it. <laughs> As a token of friendship. An offering. Oh wait, no, the scarf. Yeah, 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 my, yeah. It's in my garage because I live in California. But... <laughs> it's not very practical, but I was really into making scarves at that time, so I made a a lot of scarves, and I I gave 
went to Chanel as a Thanksgiving present. I don't think I gave you anything. <laughs> it's okay. You've given me too much. So <laughs> it was also not a very practical gift. So it's almost zero. <laughs> and what's your friendship like now that I guess there's some distance. I remember both of you have studied abroad in different places. And then Christy, now you're in San Francisco while Chanel, you're in LA. Like, how's your friendship changed over time? I guess like at school. And then over the summer, I don't think we ever spent the summer in the same place. Cause, yeah, very yeah. unfortunate. We we could have in the we COVID could've. summer. We could have. That was, yeah. It just did not align that way. But like, I don't know, like during the summer, it's like, like pre, we were like, Facebook message calling before it was cool over the summer. And I don't know, the senior year with COVID was different. We watched a, well, a lot, I was going to say a lot of K-dramas, we watched two, but it took us a really long time, so it felt like a lot. Yeah, so. it really did. It was a concerted effort. <laughs> and then like, in like spring quarter senior year, I live in LA and Christy was in her apartment at UCLA. So if longtime listeners, if you remember, because you went to K Town every single week during student quarter, I was, we were meeting up because I was uh, midway between us. I guess the quote unquote challenge right now is like, because now we are actually going to be in different locations for a foreseeable amount of time. But I don't know, we still call and do stuff. We recently started reading a book together. And probably By that, it's books. mostly that Chanel has finished the book and I'm <laughs> desperately trying to catch up, even though I've owned this book for three years and Chanel has owned the book for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we have plans to see each other like every couple months, which is kind of cool. Like Chanel came to visit SF earlier in the fall and I'm like going to go to LA right after Thanksgiving and then... I don't know. It doesn't feel like we have not seen each other in a very long time or will not in, in the future, too. Mm, that's so nice. We still keep up and visit each other. I feel like that takes a lot of effort. So far, we've been talking about like me and Chanel meeting specifically, but more generally, how do you make new friends? I feel like the easiest ones is wherever you spend the most time. So during high school, college was just where I spent most of my time, which was through organizations, through classes who I'd bump into a lot. And then now as a working adult, it's a lot different. It's about where I make of it. Of course, I spent a lot of time at work, but I think I've said in previous episodes that I haven't really made a lot of friends at work. And so it's been a lot of meeting friends of friends at random parties or gatherings doing activities outside of work and meeting people through that or just by good chance so when traveling or doing things that are more spontaneous I like to pull people in even people that I only know at a very like shallow level and then see where it goes just to see if I can make new friendships but it is definitely more challenging than college where it felt like there was a readily available huge pool of people my age that were also wanting to hang out yeah what about you two what do you two think about where you meet new people and make new friends yeah just echoing everything eric said i think most of my close friends i've met through school and now i've made a lot of friends at work i don't know how common that is but everyone that's kind of near my age we hang out even on the weekends which is pretty cool i don't know what the line between like work 
and like real friends is pretty blurry. I don't know if there are any consequences to not having this boundary, but we'll see in the future. Other than that, I think if you just happen to run into someone twice, then that means you're friends. So just keeping an eye out and like, if you remember like, oh, this person mentioned something and I'm like going to an event related to that. I think that's a good way to like reach out and make friends. I guess coming off of that, like, well, I guess Chrissy just mentioned that if you meet someone twice, they are your friends. But I was wondering if, Eric, if you had any definitions on between what makes an acquaintance or like a coworker versus someone that you would actually consider your friend. I think my definitions of that are quite blurry. I feel like coworker stays a coworker if I don't hang out with them outside of work in any context, which is pretty true over time. But I think the difference between acquaintance and friend is pretty blurry because it changes over time and it's more of a spectrum than like a division where I think there are people that I've met that I feel like I could really bond with and really talk with and hang out with. But then the reality is I just don't spend that much time with them. And there are other friends who I only talk with them about once every six months. But same thing, we're very close. And then, of course, on the other side, there are a lot of people who I kind of know casually. And if the chance comes up that we spend time together, it would probably be good, but I just don't know yet. So I think I don't know what the difference between an acquaintance and a friend is. It's kind of just people that I vibe with, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, Christy, what do you think? Is there... Do you have a division between friends, acquaintances, that type of thing? I guess it's just like who, it would not be that weird to ask to hang out than than your friends. If they had a problem and then they could come to you and like vice versa, I think you're also friends when you, when you owe something to each other. More on the acquaintance friendship line, do you think it's possible for someone who is your friend to slide back into an acquaintance or... Have you had anyone who was your friend become an acquaintance? Or do you think like once that line is crossed, you're just friends and you will be, even if you don't see them for like 10 years, you can just pick it back up again? I don't know if you can pick it back up again, but it does evolve. Like, I think I do have friends that maybe were really close in high school, but we don't really keep up with each other now. And even trying to keep up with each other is hard because you don't have as much to relate to each other anymore. But I think it can still be picked up in just different ways. Like, I have this friend that we used to be close in high school and before that, but we had a falling out at one point, and also just, like, distance in college made it hard to keep up. Like, things are good now. And now we still sometimes write letters to each other, which is kind of interesting. It's also, like, very nice. Like, we don't talk every day or anything, but sometimes I'll get a letter from her, and it's really nice. I think we're friends. Yeah. I think Chanel, you had like really good advice about this and like a while ago. I think you told me like that that's okay. That sometimes friendships don't stay the, the way they always were. Yeah. I also had a very similar, like, I think this is a probably a very, very common thing with people like when they go off to college or even if they move, the reason came up because we were discussing high school friends and yeah, there are high school friends who I was really close with. But it turned out after we went to college and stuff that I think a lot of our friendship was based on proximity, which I don't think that diminishes the value of a friendship. We are different people, and I guess we were different people, but 
like we still had a good time and it was good and we treasured it and now we're very different people and the last time I talked with some of them it was very awkward (laughs) which I guess it's a bit of a bummer but that's okay I hang out with Christy a lot and I hang out with like new other new college friends and it's how life changes how it goes it would be a bit sad if I only hung out with friends I knew in high school or the rest of my life you know how are your high school friends Eric I still keep up with the good amount of them but of course a few of them have just slipped back into people I don't see or really talk to anymore and I think it's just naturally evolving I remember in junior year I started freaking out because I was like college is almost over and the thing I'm most scared of is that all the people and friendships that I've made throughout college will kind of just change over time and go away and I wanted to hold on to it And for some reason, I was talking to my uh, boss at my internship at the time about this. And he was like, well, it's completely natural. This just kind of life, the people around you change. And that's okay because it's more about the journey. And you don't really lose how you value those experiences with those and the journey with those friends, as well as the respect and love you have for them. That kind of doesn't change, even though you might not talk anymore. So I feel like, yeah, it's completely natural. It's a bit sad, but. You're just new people and people that kind of fade away as time goes on. In the positive evolution direction. <laughs> um, how, yeah, that was, that was kind of a sadder tangent. But like, I don't in, know. In the, it felt it actually felt a little bit calming. Like I was very, it felt I felt very calm listening to y'all talk. In like the completely opposite, but neutral direction. How how would you say your friends have evolved, like how your friendships evolve over time? I think for me, they have changed a lot because me as a person, as well as my friends as people have changed a lot over time as they've grown up as well. And I feel like that is really cool in a friendship because it changes completely where our life priorities are different, but we support each other in different ways. For example, I have this one friend, Jared. We actually kind of knew each other as childhood friends, weren't that close. In high school, we did a lot of things together. We're good project group partners, but weren't that close. But right after college, we started getting close. And it's evolved a lot where during college, we'd be kind of good friends that we would hang out here and there, drink together over winter breaks and stuff. And then later on, it's evolved more into we're kind of the people that go to each other whenever we have a life crisis or something to talk about and check up on each other to make sure that we're doing spiritually okay. And then nowadays, it's kind of just kept going like that. Even though our priorities in life and how we view life has changed, we're still there to support each other. So I think it's changed so much. And that's just one example out of so many friendships that I have. Christy, how about you? I think nowadays my friendships are generally more individual. Like I think in like K through 12, I mostly had a friend group, like an all-female friend group that stuck together. And that's like a very different dynamic than the, the friends I have now. In terms of how the friendships are, after you leave school, you have to make a lot more effort to meet up with your friends. When you're in school, it's like you just see them every day, lunch breaks and stuff, and you don't really have to think about it. But I felt even in college, and especially now after college, you really have to reach out to your friends and schedule something, make it happen, because without doing that, it just won't happen. 
And it's very easy for friendships just to wither away. It does take a lot more effort as time goes by. I'm still actually in contact with, well, especially over the pandemic because we were all back in our hometown. I was really close contact with this group of friends who we weren't actually friends until the very last semester of senior year of high school. And honestly, I don't think our friendship really reached our peak until the pandemic happened and we were all together. So that was an interesting evolution that was kind of caused by COVID in the positive way, I guess. But yeah, outside of them, it's been mostly individual friendships. High school was a bunch of different cliques. I don't think I had any individual friends. It was like someone was part of a friend group and I usually hung out with them in the group. But now it's mostly one-on-one and it's, it's a different dynamic that you have. But I like it as it is. It's definitely like groups come with their own drama and problems and trickiness. And I'm in a good place with my friends, I think. Do you think you were ever in a bad place with friendships? And like, how did it change between then and now, if so? Like in elementary school, I was a really, really shy person. Like it's something I'm a lot better now with. But my parents were really concerned about me. Like, I wasn't aware about it back then, but recently I was talking to my mom and she was like, yeah, when you were in high school, we were super worried about you (laughs) and you possibly making friends ever, which I'm really glad I didn't hear that when I was in high school because that would have worried me a lot. Um, But yeah, looking back, it did make sense. I was very much a loner and I guess in high school, I didn't make my friends. We were all just in the same activities. And then so we have to hang out all the time. And then college, my freshman year, I think I was in a bad place. Because I mean, I I met you in in freshman year, but we were like super close until the year went on. So the very first quarter, everyone on my floor, they formed one group. And I was left out of it. Yeah, groups are not my thing, (laughs) I think, outside of the kids I hung out in high school. But that was a bad place with friends. It got a lot better by sophomore year. But I didn't like that quarter. Have you guys ever felt that way? Like, whenever you're in a new place, um, have had internships in different locations? I think that's the hardest part about moving to a new place. Uh, When I first arrived at Berkeley, of course, there are a lot of friends from my high school that also went, but those weren't the people I was close with. My closest friends, they went to schools on the East Coast. So I still felt pretty alone. Even though I was hanging out with people from my high school, I felt like that wasn't enough and I wanted a bigger community. And so the first year of college, I was actually pretty depressed trying to find friends. And then later on, while joining different organizations on campus, I was able to find a lot of my closest friends. And then I guess post-college, that's kind of happening again where people are shifting around, going to different cities, and the people that are closer to me are kind of shifting as well. Yeah. Christy, what about you? Yeah, I definitely felt that the most in Singapore. I think the Confessions or Secrets pages where people are like, I'm so lonely. I like had no idea how to make friends in college. I don't think I really understood that until I went to study abroad. And yeah, it was just really hard to make friends or make consistent friends, especially. And I felt very bad about it because it seemed like everyone around me had friend groups. Like I would see on Instagram, like all these people having fun studying abroad, because when you're studying abroad, you are supposed to be having so much fun. But I just felt very lonely. I had a single 
So I was in my room a lot. One time asked in the group chat for all the international students in my hall, if anyone would be down to make dumplings together. And I got some reactions. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it. But I ended up just making them by myself. And that felt really sad. I think, I think I probably just cried afterwards too. It was just, it was just a rough time. But yeah, being grateful for reliable friendships is is something that like I took away from that. I think when I go to a new place, I'm more grateful for the friendships I already have and the close friendships I have because I realize how much it takes to build a strong, deep relationship. It takes a lot of time and experiences together. And then at the same time, it's really based on chance and luck. Like people are in the same place and you have time and a lot of opportunities to just spend time with each other. A lot of my closest friends, we kind of knew of each other and we're around the same circles, but only got close way after we knew of each other and actually started hanging out together. Have any of you had conflicts within friendships like things you disagreed about or fought with different friends about some things and what happened there and how did you resolve them well my first my high school friend group not the one that we connected over covid but like my band group so it was me and then two other girls and two other guys and our junior year one guy dated this one girl they broke up and then the next year, he dated the other girl. And then the first girl dated the other guy in a friend group. And that was senior year. And then soon after, uh, one by one, they broke up. And I think that's something tricky about those friend groups. When things start dating, that really introduces conflict. Because honestly, after the very first breakup, it wasn't really the same it was very strange at times even like that senior year when they what were dating other people again and afterwards I just hang out with the guys now <laughs> when we get get together and I don't know I know there are friend groups that survive past inter group dating like there's sitcoms based on that entire idea of people dating each other and still hanging out together as friends but it really breaks things up. It introduces a lot of drama. And I guess like there wasn't any cheating or anything involved. There's definitely spicier drama out there. But even just getting together and breaking up, it's a different vibe. Yeah, I think similar experiences where when dating is involved, friendship gets complicated. Yeah, I, I don't know how to resolve that yet, though. I guess with one of my friends, we got into, I think I mentioned this earlier in this podcast episode. But we got into a very big fight, and that was because I almost dated her ex-boyfriend. I did not, but still wasn't the right thing. And I think to make it up, it was just a lot of patience and realizing things. When you've done something wrong, that it's not really in your power to make them come back. And you're not entitled to it either way. But if such a thing were to happen again, I think just gently reaching out and um like no pressure or anything but just let them know that you'd still like to be friends and whenever you're ready like to start talking again 
And that is something that happened. I think things are good. I think for me, it's like in a different vein where it wasn't a dating thing, but I was best friends with this guy named Peter. He lived a floor above me in freshman year. And we'd hang out all the time, became CS partners and stayed together throughout college. We were pretty close, but there was a point in around sophomore to junior year where he ghosted me out of nowhere and I was super confused. So he blocked me on every channel possible through messenger, through text, through calling. And I was just no idea why he did that. And later on, I caught him somewhere on campus and confronted him and went like, wait, so like, what the hell happened? I have no clue what happened. And ended up talking to him, ended up crying because I was just like, I don't understand what I did wrong. But it was basically, he felt like he was being taken advantage of because before I had a really rough semester and I would count on him a lot for homework help. And he felt like the friendship wasn't equal. And so he completely uh, ghosted me and didn't want to like have anything to do with me for a while. And I guess like confronting him was good because it made me kind of realize everything and then at least make things clear. And then afterwards, we became friends again for a few more years. And then now he's missing again. I have no clue where he is. But I think what I've learned from this is friendships, no matter how close they are, they can come and go out of nowhere, but kind of embrace the journey. And then if it's time to let go, it's time to let go. I think some things are not meant to be. And so with this friend, we've definitely had a lot of really great experiences. And I feel like, yeah, I cherish that friendship a lot, but I guess it's just not here anymore. So Eric, what do you think living with someone is compared to being friends with them? Yeah, I have pretty strong thoughts about it and I wanted to talk about them in this podcast episode where I feel like it's really easy to be friends with someone because you could set the time and place and occasion that you hang out with them. But living with someone is very, very different. For example, a lot of my closest friends, I probably would not choose to live with them because I feel like their living habits are very different from mine. For example, if someone's an early riser, they're not compatible with me because I'm a night owl. And so we might get in the way of each other in terms of noise or our standards of cleanliness might be very different. So I feel like what I've seen around me is that a lot of friendships get way more tense when friends live together because of different living habits. So I feel like that's a really big consideration I make where who I live with, it doesn't necessarily have to be my friends. It can just be people I get along with well and can live very well with and my friends I can keep outside. And that way I can be more relaxed at home and then outside when I want to see friends, I can see them. Yeah, that's what I think. Of the various abandonly assigned roommates you've had in your life, how many of them have you turned into actual friends afterwards? So when I started off college, I had two random freshman roommates and we functioned very peacefully just as roommates and we never really became friends. Later on, I roomed with a bunch of college friends throughout college. And then we've gone along pretty well. And then post-college, I was rooming with one of my best friends from college, as well as one of his best friends from college. And then ended up getting to know him more and more as we lived together. And so there's always different situations that happen. And I feel like so far, it's worked out by luck. Yeah, do either of you have any thoughts on living with someone versus 
being friends with them? Is there like a separation for you or every friend you have, if the opportunity comes up, you would live with them? I think I would like to live with my friends. I I think that hasn't um, really happened. Both, so I had the same college roommates all throughout college, but we weren't friends before. And I feel that's true about my roommate currently as well. Like I would like to be close friends, but sometimes maybe it just takes time. I think briefly when I roomed with uh, one of my very close friends, that was that was very fun. So it was only three weeks though. So maybe if it was for a longer period of time, it'd be less fun. But as of currently, my opinion on living with someone that you're very close to, it's a good idea. <laughs> what about you, Chanel? I've actually had different roommates every year of college. Well, I guess last year was my mom, so that doesn't really count. But every single one except her was a random person. And I don't know, I've had really positive experiences. I the first two years, it was like Eric's first year. It was like we got along okay, but we didn't become friends or anything. But my last three years of roommates have been, I, I talk to them pretty regularly. And even now, my roommate right now for only one quarter, because um, we're both subletting. And I hang out with her a lot because we're both in the room a lot. So <laughs> it just ha- happened. But we do friend things partially accelerated by the fact that we are both graduating and want to get stuff done. But also, just we're just lucky enough that we were compatible. She does play music out loud a lot. I take out the trash more. But I do leave the light on quite a bit. So there's some give and take that you have to do in roommates that you can easily avoid in uh, friendships. Like there's more small conflicts that can come up a lot more easily. But yeah, I think... And also, interestingly, like my roommate friends are different from my other college friends in... New question. They're a lot different from me. Like they're in different majors. They have different interests. Whereas I think a lot of my college friends outside of that, a lot of them are also CS because I meet them through CS clubs. But like we have a lot of like similar like anime or we listen to very similar music. And I don't know. How do you guys think like your friends are like more similar to you, more different than you? And like the ones who are more different than you, how do you, what do you talk about? Like what drew you guys together? Yeah. My my college roommates, none of them were CS majors. So I think we still had other things that drew us together though. I got into more K pop through my roommate. <laughs> and I think I don't know, I just really like my roommate's sense of humor. So I think that was another thing that brought us together even though we were different majors and like different social circles. I think I think it's always harder when you don't have um, something to relate to, but I mean, we're, we're all humans. At the very least, we can relate to sleeping and eating and things. So. <laughs> uh, I think it's a little bit hard to not find at least one thing in common with someone else. Yeah. What about you, Eric? I think I have friends from different groups that I've accumulated throughout my life, and they have different interests just based off where I've met them. They're similar in some sense, but I feel like instead of all of them being similar in, together, I feel like a part of 
what our commonality yeah i feel like a part of the commonality between me and each group is stored within me so i have a little bit of computer science interest and with my computer science friends and then with my business friends kind of learned how to party <laughs> and play hard and have a lot of fun uh, with my dance friends i learned a lot about just dance and how to enjoy it and also how to just have fun and not take things too seriously and so i think through all walks of life kind of brings different things to my life and i think that's the best thing about friendships and so speaking of that just wrapping up this episode what do you think is the importance of friendships chanel why don't you start i guess there is the transactional element that you can like say oh you you can count on them for favors and they can count you for favors that's really really lame and i don't know when you spend time with your friends it makes you feel good and there's <laughs> there's value in that in that like you can share these experiences with other people and they like ideally like hanging out with you and you like hanging out with them and you can do things together spend memories together like just doing activities with other people especially people who you can talk to about different things uh, you can share different parts of yourself that you might not be feel comfortable sharing with like your family or like acquaintances friends can really open up that part of you and it it's just really important to being like a like being able to talk with others and connect with them and yeah I'm really glad to have friends I'm glad Christy's my friend I'm glad I met you Eric but you're not my friend yet but we're acquaintances and we could be friends there's a potential there now we can Um, work on it (laughs) yes There's there's potential. Christy brought us together. Now now it's up to us to see what we put into this. But we learned in this episode that it is okay if we do not as well. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed all of that. I hope you become friends. But yeah, again, as we learned on this episode, it's also okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think sometimes we can forget to prioritize friendship either between like romantic relationships or like career school all of that it's like easy to just let friendships fall to the wayside but I think I think all of us like really prioritize it as something that really enriches our lives like between learning about new things I learned what a bolio a bolio was today I did not know that but if I didn't have friends I wouldn't know what it is it's a it's like a small baguette in case you're wondering <laughs> the power of friendship yeah okay yeah between like learning uh, about different things and like having people to care about and people that care about you friendships are important thanks christy and chanel for being friends and joining our podcast this is pretty fun thanks for being on here thanks so much for listening to this episode of let's get drunk and make a podcast We really want to hear from you what topics we should cover in our future episodes, so please reach out to us and support us through our Anchor page. Thank you so much.